everyone. Welcome, welcome. I am Jacqueline Tecarante, your host. Welcome to season three, episode four, y'all. So many amazing things have happened. Um, if y'all haven't been following our season three, episode three, Miss Kati Fernandez, she's been doing some amazing work over at ESPN. And today, our guest, um, I actually had an opportunity to meet her at an event uh, here on Staten Island. So Staten Island hosts tons of fundraisers and they get really, really creative um, in fundraising efforts for nonprofits, small businesses, et cetera. And so I saw this woman um, and she just seemed fun. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'd love to have her as a guest on my show. And so we've had to schedule, reschedule a few times, but I am super pumped that she is joining us today because she has truly, really graced the screen for many TV shows that folks all across New York City have seen her on. Um, so I'm going to bring her on. Miss Jane Joan, are you there? I am. I am. Good morning. Good I'm morning. So happy we finally connected. Uh, ditto. I'm telling you, I am super pumped. And there's just so much to, to talk about. So let's get into it first. Um, first, I want to talk about you, your daughter. Um, so your daughter was recently Miss Richmond County, correct? Yes, she was Miss Richmond County. She was, her first title was actually in 2015 as Miss Richmond County's Outstanding Teen. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yes. amazing. And she, this past year was Miss Richmond County. She's in law school right now, graduating in May. Good for her. Okay. Well, that means I never win an argument with her. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, so she is, I also have a son who is 32, married, computer engineer with two children. Fabulous. Another daughter who is studying uh, for the dental admission test. So. I have um, three children I'm extremely proud of. So your all of your children are clearly a direct descendant from you because you exude positive vibes and giving back to the community. But I do want to say this. So one of our dear family friends, um, Diane Gatulo and her daughter recently, Madison Gatulo, um, she received the crown these past couple of weeks at the Miss Richmond County or the Miss Staten Island pageant. And so as I was following the social media pages, your daughter did this really beautiful and graceful exit. Um, and I just thought it was so classy. And, you know, I'm from the South, so we're very big on manners and etiquette. And so she, if you haven't seen it, and we'll post the link below, but her last video is her essentially taking off her crown taking off her sash, putting it in a really beautiful box. She was thanking everyone that supported her over the next year. And then she also said, I wish nothing but the best for the incoming Madison Gatulo. And I thought to myself, that is so graceful and so classy of a young lady. And so kudos to her in, you know, just being amazing and also to yourself, because I think that's really important to sometimes when you win, sometimes when it's time to exit the stage, sometimes when it's time to um, embrace someone new or something new. She was just so classy. And that's the best word I could say. She's just so classy. Thank you so much. 
we, how we feel, and that is as a family, we're part of the Miss Staten Island, Miss Richmond County organization, which is part of the Miss America organization. And Madison and the Gattulo family became part of our family. Uh, and uh, we help and we try to encourage the girl, the women to give of themselves, to help the community, to represent the organization. And if we can do that together, it's so much better. Absolutely. We're so much stronger when we have that support and a lot of people that volunteer their time to the Miss Staten Island, Miss Richmond County, Miss America organization are prior family members of winners are, or of the girls mm -hmm. that have won and they all support the incoming women and their families. So speaking of supporting women and families, that's actually how I met um, Diane Gattulo. So many, many years back um, before I opened up JMT Media, I was actually the director of marketing and external affairs for a rather large cultural institution on the island. And I was probably working 16, 18 hours a day, helping with the rebranding, the website, the emails, everything. And one day on social media, um, people were really hammering in saying, nothing's being done at this institution. I'm like, oh my God, I'm working like 16, 18 hours a day. Like, I don't know what else to do. And so I get a message, a private Facebook message from a woman named Diane Gattulo. And she said, you don't know me, but I've seen you around the campus working late, working long hours. And I'd love to have a cup of coffee with you and just to catch up and chat with you. And I thought to myself, yes, I will pay for the coffee, whatever we need to do. Because I thought to myself, that is so nice that somebody was willing to sit with me, take me under their wings and kind of show me and guide me about Staten Island as a whole, as a culture and as a community and really understand it. And so ever since then, Diane, aside from being like my best friend, she's really more of like my big mentor sister that I, yes. I could have asked for and needed for almost like a fairy godmother. Um, and so she's really helped guide me in business and in friendships. And so me and the Gatulos are very, very close. Um, so if you heard me at the Miss Staten Island pageant, I'm cheering for all the girls because it takes a lot of courage to stand yes. on stage um, in front of an entire room of people who may or may not be voting for you. So I was cheering for every girl as if they were my daughter. And, and that's how it should be, right? It should. We should support all of those uh, young women. And yeah. But Madison was blessed that night, as were the other girls that won. And we were very happy for her. And Catherine is looking forward to supporting her in any way that she can. She's amazing. She's amazing. So aside from your amazing family, um, let's talk about you, Jane, because you are an author, but you're also an amazing comedian and an actress. So Really kind of, I'm going to open up the floor to really you talking about how you got involved. Let's first start off with the Mysteries of the Holy Rosary and your website, amillionseeds.com. Um, I'd love to learn more. And if you could just chat a little bit about that to our audience and our viewers. 
so in I have always been a Catholic. I'm a cradle Catholic. I was baptized, you know, received communion, confirmation. And then at a point in my life, I say that I was maybe a cafeteria Catholic. I picked and choose which, you know, which things I liked when I wanted to go to church. But in 2010, I had a reconversion back to the Catholic church where I became a very faithful Catholic. And I, at, at that point, had started going to mass as much as I could, maybe during the week, uh, definitely on Sundays. Um, I go to confession regularly. Um, mm -hmm. And the feeling I get when I come out of confession is, um, I, it's like starting a new life every time. And I, I recommend it, um, you know, but people like me were ca are cafeteria Catholics. Many people pick and choose and they, oh, I have a relationship with God. And e everybody has their own spiritual journey. But mine is that I love my faith and I love the Blessed Mother and I love Jesus and I love the rosary. And when we pray the rosary, which is um, a prayer in itself, even though it consists of many other prayers of our Father and Apostles' Creed, Glory Bees, Hail Marys, it's in the whole thing together is a prayer to the Blessed Mother. But every time we say a Hail Mary, we say a prayer. It's like we're giving her a rose. And wow. that enhance the rosary. And I was having a conversation with my partner on the phone and she was raised Jewish, but she married a Catholic. She's raising her children as Christians. And she said to me, you love the rosary. And she is an attorney that has at that point written eight children's books. Oh, wow. And I, when she said to me, would you like to write a book about the rosary? I said, yes, I would. And I took that conversation as a call from the Blessed Mother because that journey began that day at that phone call. We, she had already worked with the, the illustrator, Yaris Handoko, and my partner is Heather Lean. And she had connected with Yaris. And when we started to speak to Yaris, he told us he was Catholic. He lives in Indonesia and he is one of the oh, few wow. Catholics there. We started working on the illustrations. I started putting together the prayers, the text. And within six to eight months, the book was done. Oh, wow. That's a long, that's a short period of time. That's amazing. And then I submitted it to Cardinal Dolan. And I have a relationship with Cardinal Dolan because I represent Staten Island on the Pastoral Council. That's great. So I found, you know, I got the information I needed, sent him the book. He gave me his endorsement. And then when the book was completed, I sent it to them and asked for the imprimatur. And what is the imprimatur? That is the approval by the Catholic Church that the book is doctrinally correct to Aww. be used. And I want to promote this in the schools, in the Catholic schools, in the religious education programs. I did have to make five changes, but every change I was asked to make, I understood. It was nothing petty. It was I understood why they wanted me to change what I had to change. 
That's great. So the book is now published it and is. it's doing well. It is. Um, and so speaking of doing well, you have then even started venturing out into the comedic and acting world. Can you talk a little bit about that? Okay. So actually that started first. Oh, and the book is available on Amazon, Mysteries of the Holy Rosary, um, The Life of Jesus and Mary. But I, my journey, in, and it all started in 2010 with a journey into personal development. Mm. And prior to that, prior to 2010, I always had this, everything that happened that was funny, I would say, we have to write that down for the sitcom. We have to put that in a sitcom. We need to make a sitcom. And so I had been not even realizing it. I had been building this uh, mindset for comedy. 2010, I took a class on personal development uh, 2018, I started to get much more involved in personal development. That's how I um, connected with my partner, Heather Lean, was through the personal development, through an out accountability group. But in 2019, uh, I met a gentleman at a backyard party and he said, oh, I'd love to take an improv class and a stand-up class. That night I went home and I looked up improv classes and stand-up classes. Oh, that's and great. And I took one of each. They have these free classes. And then I thought after I took both classes, now how can I monetize this? And I thought stand-up is, I want to create a sitcom. And I knew that there were many stand-up comedians that created sitcoms. And so that's the path I took. I took a writing class. I took a stand-up class. And I started going to open mics almost every day, two, three a day sometimes. I've recorded every time I've done a live performance. And it's I'm probably close to 200. Wow. Uh, since 2019. The latter part of 2019, I started in the fall of 2019 and COVID was in between where I wasn't doing live performances, where I was doing uh, maybe a few Zoom, uh, some, I, I'm very active in a clubhouse group, a no egos mm -hmm. clubhouse group that also has a comedy component to it. Oh, that's interesting. And I started to perform um, the videos on my, uh, you, in my YouTube channel, Jane Joan comedy are from probably from that 2020, 2019, 2020 period. Um, I'm still refining that material. That's awesome. But you're now also acting, correct? So, yes. And what happened is I was introduced to the marvelous Mrs. Maisel and absolutely love that show. And I wanted to be part of it. And I saw on backstage.com that they were looking for extras. And I applied. And I was on two episodes of Mrs. Maisel. And prior wow. to the Mrs. Maisel shoot, and just like that, which is the Sex in the City reboot with Sarah Jessica Parker and Cynthia, uh, Cynthia Nixon, 
um, that came up. So I did two episodes of that. I did a short role as an extra in an independent film. And I'm, I, I just apply now. And if they like my look, I fit the bill. Uh, I'll take it. If not, I just continue to work right now. December is uh, this next month is very busy with Christmas and getting ready for the new year. That's amazing. That's exciting. That sounds like you've had a very robust journey into really defining and finding out who you are, what you're about, and then how you want to grow from that. You know, so our company, when we started JMT Media, it was really more out of a necessity and a need. Um, I was five months pregnant working at Snug Harbor. And like I was telling you before, I was working 16, 18 hours a day. And I thought to myself, there's no way that I can do this for another decade. Something's got to give. So I thought, you know, I'll just start doing a little freelance work. And then after my son is born, I'll go into Manhattan and get a nice six-figure job and I'll be done with it. And God had other plans for me. And so it turned into and snowballed into one client, two clients. And now it's, you know, now we can say, oh, we're the largest PR marketing firm because of our impact and because of our influence, et cetera. So, you know, you just never know where, where your journey takes you. So I love the fact that you've, really figured it out in the sense of like, I want to do this, but let me take the 20 steps backwards to find out what do I need to do? What steps that I need to take, whether it's taking an improv class, taking an acting class, taking a writing class. Um, I really commend you for that because you're really taking the bull by the horns and saying, I'm controlling my own destiny um, with of course, guidance from God. But if I want to make this happen, I need to be really diligent and focused. So Jacqueline, it goes back to the personal development aspect of this. We have the thoughts, um, we have these feelings, but if we don't take action, we'll never get results. Exactly. So those thoughts and those feelings keep you in the vibration of where you want to be. And then it's the actions you take that will give you the results that you need to bring you to your goal. It's setting that goal and bringing you there. And I'm gonna give you this example. My brother is a, we're pharmacists. I'm actually a pharmacist by education as was my dad, my uncle, my cousins, and my brother. My brother works in a pharmacy in New Jersey. A customer comes in um, and he start, she starts telling him, you know, I have these menopause, these hot flashes, and I'm on stage and I can't take it. and my brother says, oh, you're, what do you do? And she said, I'm a comedian. And he says, my sister is a comedian. And he connects us. And her Aww. name is Natasha Face. And we have become the best of friends. We support mm. each other. We speak on the phone every day. We're at each other's events. And we're working together now to do something to bring us um to the, to the stage, something we can do together. I love um, that. That we, because we love being together, we will love working together. And I, it's that vibration that I was in that brought her to me and that she was in that brought me to her. I love that. I love how 
this episode, I had one idea going into it, but now even talking further, you know, really understanding about managing and taking action against the vibrations that you're sitting within to really, you know, focus on your next goal. That's pretty amazing, um, Jane. And I'm so grateful that you joined us today because there's so many things that are happening across New York City that are impacting small businesses, large businesses. And so one of the things that I try to tell people as we're closing out the season and closing out the year is if you don't have a goal in mind, um, you're just going to be kind of in lukewarm water. And so sometimes it needs to be literally the shot heard around the world to make action happen. So Jacqueline, it's, you need a goal. Mm -hmm. um, most people live moment to moment. This is what happens right. at this minute. I may, I take a react, I have a reaction and that's how I live. Uh, you don't become, let's say Miss Richmond County without the preparation for the interview, without purchasing uh, proper attire, without being able to show that you can promote um, a platform. My daughter's is mental illness, helping making uh, people aware of mental illness. Those girls have platforms that they promote yeah. to show the community, this is what we need. This is what our community needs. It needs help in these areas. And can you help me? And with me, with a million seats, so a million seats is our company. And we are promoting a closer relationship with God. We are in the process any day now, it will be live, um, an e-commerce store, a oh, shop to promote. Um, and it's, I, I want to say religious, but it's a spiritual um, attire, housewares, um, to bring people, uh, to make people aware Exactly. A better relationship with God. No, I love it. I love it. And we'll drop the links um, down below. But Jane, thank you so much for joining you, us Jasmine. on the JMT Media Podcast. And for those of you that are listening and tuning in, we have so much more in store for you, especially as we're closing out 2022 and looking at 2023. So make sure that you follow JMT Media, the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and we look forward to hearing and seeing all of you. Thanks so much, y'all. Bye. Thank you.